Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Doing Braille Digitally for October 14th, 2023. And I know it's been a few weeks since we've been here, and I apologize for that. There were some extenuating circumstances that came up, but we are here today. And um, thank you to Ray for hosting us, Tom for moderating us in Clubhouse, and uh, Herbie for streaming us and broadcasting us, as well as he will be playing some audio for me in a few minutes. So today, what we are going to do, uh, I want to discuss the changes to Braille and the different interesting little bugaboos that seem to be happening with iOS 17. And we will take any questions as well. I think we're going to do our audio demo first. And then after that, we will do the um, the discussion about iOS 17 uh, after any questions about the demo. So the demo, and I will preface this by saying this is all very new to me. I've recently started playing with it. I had meant to start playing with it a lot sooner, but I only started uh, like a week or two ago. So there are things I don't quite know, and there are things that it seems that um, still need to be possibly worked on to make better. But the demo is going to be the new split braille feature in JAWS. And I, you know, have had access to it for a while, but I wanted to wait until uh, we had public betas of it because um, I wanted to use a version that was definitely available to the public to test this, to, to, to prevent any kind of weird non-disclosures or anything like that. So that's why I waited for that. So... I will be giving you a brief demo and overview of the split braille feature. It's not all inclusive. Um, it's just a brief overview. And um, I urge anybody interested in learning more about it and tr well, trying it out and, you know, seeing what it's like to go to freedomscientific.com, download the latest public beta of JAWS. We have public beta three is now out. And so it's fair, you know, we're getting very close to the release of JAWS 2023. I mean, 2024. Let me get my years right. We're getting very close to the release of JAWS 2024. And so, I mean, you're going to have a much better experience than you might have with beta one or two. I mean, it's always better to get the, the later, the you know, closer to release, the more firmed up things are. So without further ado, I am going to ask Herbie to play the demo that I have prepared um, giving you the overview of Split Braille. Recording. Hello, everyone. And today I am going to do a very brief demo on the new JAWS feature called Split Braille. It is a feature in the latest public beta of JAWS, uh, JAWS 2024, which should actually be released fairly soon for everyone. And you will get this feature. You can actually uh, connect or use split braille with any size braille display, but it is recommended that you 
only try it with a 40 or an 80 cell for optimal results. So I'm going to go through the split braille options with you um, and give you a brief summary of each of the ways you can do this. So I'm going to press on my focus. Uh, you're, you're, you could actually press insert alt V as in Victor to do this on a QWERTY, but you can do a one, two, seven chord on your focus. And I'm going to do that right now. Active follow braille. Active does uh, not follow braille. On a second. I think I did the wrong thing. Select braille use there you go. I am so sorry. No split. One of eight. The actual command is shift one, two, seven, not one, two, seven chord. Left shift plus one, two, seven. So you are presented with this window that asks you to select the split view that you want. The first option is no split, which I think that is very self-explanatory. Uh, you can basically not have anything split at all. Then we have the second split view. Buffered text. Two of eight. Buffered text. Now, before I explain this, I'm going to let our friendly little help test text read to you what it says about this feature. Read only edit. Focus control plus buffer text from the current. Document. Document. Okay, not very, very explanatory there, but I will tell you that this basically means that you can have it, like let's say when, I, when I'm doing a phone call on my job and I have notepad open and I would like to keep a phone number, but then I, I want to, you know, still see it, but look at the window where I'm entering the data. So I can go into Notepad, do this handy little keyboard shortcut that I just told you about, uh, insert Alt V or left shift plus one, two, seven, if you have a focus. And I can choose this list one, list view. Buffer text. buffered text view. And once I do that, um, then I can Alt tab to my website where I enter the data. And on the right side of my Braille display, I will see the other view of Notepad. I can even use my cursor router buttons and the left shift key uh, to select text to copy from that view. And when you select it using your left shift key on the focus and the cursor router key that begins the selection and then move to the end of it and press that that cursor router with a left shift, it automatically copies it to the clipboard. So you just paste it and you don't have to be alt tabbing all over the place to find data you want to enter. It's really cool. All right, so that is buffered text and that's the one I use a lot. Um, then we're gonna go down to this next option. Annotation. Three of eight. Annotation, well let's have our help desk read this one. I haven't played so much with this one. Read only edit. Focus line plus text annotations such as footnotes. So that's if you're using Word and you have footnotes and stuff like that. You can have the text line on the left and then the footnote on the list right. One, list view. So then, attribute indicators. Four of eight. attribute indicators. Read only edit. 
focus line plus a grip indicators E dot G, B for bold, I4. Italic, U for underline, S for strikeout, H for highlight, etc. So you can have your text, and then on the right side, instead of in the middle of the text, you can have that B for bold or whatever like that, and it's kind of cool. List one, list you, a trip, speech history. Five of eight. Speech history. Now this one's pretty handy. Read only edit. Focus control plus what is sent to the speech. So you can actually see on one side of your display where you're at, and then on the right side, you can see what is being sent to the speech synthesizer. List one, list I haven't found a use Five for that, eight. but I'm sure that I could find one if I thought about it hard enough. Translation split. Six of eight. Translation split. Okay, so this is kind of cool. Read only edit. E dot G. Contracted Braille in region one and uncontracted. Braille in region two. So I always like to have my Braille in contracted, but if you, for some reason, would like to see part of your stuff in, in non-contracted Braille, there you go, you can do that. List one, list Jaws cursor. Seven of eight. Jaws cursor. Read only edit. Focus control plus line at Jaws cursor. Well, that makes sense, right? So you can have the line at the Jaws cursor. List one, list you. Jaws cursor. Seven of eight. Window text. Eight of eight. Window text. Read only edit. Focus control plus text from another live window. So that where you're focused plus text from another live window. And that would be if the text is gonna change um, and you wanna monitor it. Not, you can't use buffered text because that does not change. Um, there are some other options here uh, that I cannot get to right now because you need to have um, Outlook or Excel or something like that open to see some of those other options. But I will explain some of them in a minute, but let me just show you the rest of this dialog box. Read only edit. Okay button. Okay, we have an okay button, which is very uh, self-explanatory, I'm sure. Cancel button. A cancel button. Default button. Default. You could uh, make this the default, whatever view it is. Swap split button. Swap split. That's the one I wanted to explain most. Line one. Whoops, I actually pressed it and I didn't mean to. But basically, I'm okay, sure that there's no other. Cancel button, default button, swap split button, options dot 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 button. Okay, uh, so I will go into the options in a minute. Um, and that's list one, list view. actually the last options one. Dot dot swap split is where if you don't, if you want the region on the right, like the buffered text or so forth, if you want that on your left instead, that's what swap split does. Now in options, we have- Job for Windows message box dialog. No options may be configured for this rail split mode. Okay, but- Okay, well, uh, which mode did I have that on? I have to go back in and look here and choose another Select one. Select dialog. List one, oh, list well, we no went split. back to no split. Buffer text. So let's just go to buffer okay, text button. and see what Enter options button. we get. Swap button. Swap split button. Options dot dot enter. Buffer unit dialog. List one, list view. Paragraph. You can choose paragraph for Document the unit. Up to 64KB right Document up to 64 kilobytes. Selected text. Selected text. Clipboard text. Or clipboard text. Okay button. And that's the only option you have for that. So let me explain some of the other options that you have in specific office applications that you might want to use. What, there's one that I like a whole lot, and I will explain that one last because it, I, it's one that I 
I have used uh, many times. So basically what you can do is in like in Excel, you can have monitored cells uh, showing up on the right that you want to monitor. Uh, you can have different you know things like that and you there are word, word views as well and you can play with all of these rather than me taking more time than we have to go through and open up each office app and go through all of the views the public beta is freely available to download from freedomscientific.com you can go to downloads and then jaws and there's a link right there that says 2024 public beta it's real easy to find and it is very stable. I mean, we are on public beta three now, which means the release will be coming very soon. Um, and before anybody asks, I cannot tell you when that will be, um, but it will be soon, so stay tuned. And so it's very stable. So feel free to download it and have a play with these features, um, or these different uh, braille views that you can have but one that i like a lot is one in outlook called uh, message plus preview pane and basically if you turn the reading pane on which i normally have not done in outlook but i have to do this because it's really neat um, and i always keep it on the bottom because the right just trips jaws up at any screen reader really uh, a lot so if you have it on and you have it on the bottom what you can do with that view is you can see your list of messages on the left and then you can see the message that you are on or focused on on the right. And what you can do is you can with your, if you have a focus, now I'm not sure how this will work with other braille displays, but if you have a focus, you can use your nav rocker on the top right, the right nav rocker to move down as your panning key. That's gonna be basically be your panning button to go like if you have a focus 40, every 40 characters or actually every 20 characters because you're only seeing 20 characters because uh, it's on the right side. So every 20 characters, you can press that and go to the next set of cells. You can use your right rocker button on the front if you want to go down by line and so you can therefore read the message in its entirety without ever opening it um, and then you can just delete it or move on to the next one so that's one of my favorite views that I like with the new split braille so there you have it I hope this has given you a reasonable demonstration and given you some information about this feature and that I hope you will have a play and, and have some fun with it and enjoy it and just play around with all of the different views that are now available and will be very soon anyway in JAWS 2024. Okay. Oh my, just got a weather warning. Sorry about that, guys. And my couldn't find my unmute button. Okay, so thank you for playing that for us, Herbie. And uh, two things I wanted to mention that I kind of forgot to mention um, was that, uh, well, actually three things. Number one, your options in that options dialog are, are going to change depending on the view. So you'll also want to look at the options for each of those views. Second of all, I wanted to mention that 
if you don't press the default button, if you want this to be your, your default view, every time you restart JAWS, it's going to go back to no split. And maybe you want that, you know, because you might want to change your view depending on what application you're in or what you're doing. But just remember that it is going to go back when you restart JAWS to that no view, no split, rather no split. So you will not be splitting anything. Um, and the third thing I did want to mention is that what happens when you do split Braille and you have something different on the right, you see a little like, um, like, I forget uh, what what the exact name for it is. It's like a 456.456 and uh, some a symbol that divides the two. So you actually, you're not just seeing what's on the left and then seeing what's on the right and having to figure out which is which. You actually see a divider type thing that tells you, okay, now we're getting into the part that is for the that split, um, that's like either the buffered text or the message in the preview pane um, or the window that you're monitoring or the untranslated text when you have everything else in contracted, that sort of thing. So that you are able to easily tell when you're getting into the area of your Braille display where the other text is. Okay, so with all of that um, said, I uh, will open this up for any questions that anybody has. And let me know, Ray or Tom, when and if we get any raised hands. All right. We... And Tom, just stick your hand up if you get somebody over there and yes. uh, we'll get them. I don't know if he's um, on Zoom now. We have uh, Abraham. Go ahead. You're unmuted, Abraham. Go ahead. And real quick, if we have any hand, I'm moderating Clubhouse, so if I see anybody come up on stage, I will let you know. Okay, All right. awesome. Yeah, I wasn't sure if uh, you were doing that or Tom. Okay. Abraham, uh, you were unmuted. Go ahead, and if you have a question. Or can you hear me now? We got yes, you loud and clear. You there you go. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go a bit off topic since it's not really about split braille, but it made me think of something. Is there a way where um, your braille display can be used for that second sort of view, but you're using your computer for the main thing? So um, uh, you're using computer for JAWS, but you uh, say in Excel, but then you will see the monitor cells in your braille display? Yes, that's uh, that's what one of the views is in Excel. So okay. I think that's what you're saying. So you can no, see so the main... It's not split, so I won't see the main thing at all on the Braille display. I'll only see the monitor cells. That makes sense. Oh, you only see the... No? I don't know yeah. of any way to do that. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. No? I, I, no? No, I, there's no way to do that that I can... Mm -hmm. That I know of, No. It's either going to yeah. be split or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking that would be a real convenient way to use your Braille display uh, for things like PowerPoint presentations where you'd want to see your speaker notes and that's in PowerPoint um, and not. Mm, good point. 
Well, I think there is a view for the main PowerPoint slide. Now that you mentioned that, I forgot about that one. And the speaker's notes on the on the right side. I think that is a possibility, but you still do okay. see the main thing on you still do see it on your Braille display. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think there is actually a view for speaker's notes to be seen on the right okay. side. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, All you're right, welcome. Good. All right, Chanel. All right. So thanks, Nikki. Now, what was the key to bring? I think you did something on your focus, but what was the regular key to bring key. up that split yeah. braille? Insert alt V as in Victor. So basically you're doing the insert V that you would normally do for quick settings and you're adding an alt key to it. Right. Okay. Um, probably is not going to work the greatest on the brilliant 20, but and another, I didn't realize you could have the the reading pane at the bottom of the um, the the thing in Outlook. So that works pretty well with JAWS. Okay. It does. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, it, it's either either off or on the bottom is how it's recommended. It's just not okay. recommended to be on the right. Because I've always had it off because I thought, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have it off because it, it drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's how I've always had it. But now that I can you know, use it kind of the way, a little bit the way a sighted person might. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That does say, is there a quick way to get there, even if you don't have the split Braille? I wonder, well, I guess maybe, I mean, I if you, you could can do. press tab. Okay. Yeah. And then I are there other features in there. JAWS 2024 for Braille that we should be aware of? Not and for now, Braille I'm that I'm aware of, no. That's okay. a big feature for Braille. Thanks, Nikki. Uh -huh. All right. Um, before I go to Jewel in Zoom, I'm going to go. Herbie's got his hand up, so I bet he's got somebody in Clubhouse. So, Herbie, go right ahead. All right. Um, Tom, are you there? I am. All right, yeah, we got Randy Mars over here. Randy, you can mute. Yes. Hi. Thank you. I appreciate Hi. the presentation today. Um, this, my understanding is split braille Hello. work on it on any braille displays is that correct it yes it, you can use it with any size braille display but it you know for optimal results because you know you're splitting that braille display in half so the shorter uh the braille display the less uh cells of braille you will get on each side when you split it but yes you can actually use it with any size if you want to right i'm i'm just in the market for a new 40 cell braille display um my fifth generation focus just hasn't held up. I just constantly have Aww. problems with cells and keyboard. And I guess I'm reading more and more and hearing more and more podcasts that I'm, I wish I was the only one. <laughs> and the funny thing is my latest model, the focus 14, which I think is a fourth generation that's worked like a champ. So I'm, so I'm, I'm looking at braille displays, but unfortunately not at the focus, which I do like the, I understand. I'm a JAWS user, so I like the built-in features, but um, mm -hmm. at, at the end of the day, I like having all Braille dots working more than yes. uh, Yeah. <laughs> I get it. And, I and mean, I, uh, you know, Randy, I have a focus because of, you know, that I worked for, for Vespero and everything, but for my personal use, I also have a Brilliant 20. I have not tried it with the split Braille yet, partly because okay. of how, you know, that it's only a 20, 
But yes, I mean, I get what you're saying. And actually, yeah. the Brilliant is a really good option. I I like the Brilliant. Um, and I've also, if I could have afforded it, I would love to have a Mantis. I, I love those, the Mantis display. Yeah. So when you're I've, looking I've in the market. Older, I have an older Focus 42 that works like a champ, except yeah, I, I, know. There's I, have been to, problems. I have to pick. I have to pick when I use it because the I took it to a meeting and I was typing I'm like, oh my, these keys are really clacky. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have to you know, I have to kind of so. like you know pick and choose like what I'm. So my my 14 is what I'm using most, um, but yeah. but really in, in the market for a for a new 40 cell. So just uh, just wanted to make sure that this definitely works with all models and that you'd be giving up some of oh, the yeah. some of the built-in flexibility. Uh, or, or built-in extra features that that are super yes. nice on the focus displays. There's no doubt yes. about that. Right. Uh, thank and you. And a full some full trans not full transparency, but some transparency about my own feelings. I will say that it's very frustrating to me um, if you ever call me because your focus isn't working and I get to talk to you. Just know that I wish I could do more than I can do, and that I feel as badly as you do about it. And uh, I do care, I, you know, and there, there's more I wish I could do, but I, my hands are tied. So I, I'm, know, I'm I, sorry I keep, about all the problems. Yeah. I keep hey, hoping hey, no, no, today she's like, not being paid by Vespero. So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I keep hoping that they announced that the, uh, you know, Focus 46 generation is out because you know, I would, I would probably, I would probably take a chance on it because I, I don't, Vespero is a great company, and, and I'm I'm sure as a whole company they're well aware of the the issue, and they're not they're not happy oh, yeah. about it internally. <laughs> so I, I mm -hmm. so all right. Well, th thank you for the presentation. I'm glad I was able to pop in today and and check things out. And Herbie, thank you for the invite. That's what got me here. All right, Nikki, can okay. I ask you, ask you a quick question? Yeah. Was that deck talk the voice that you were using? It was. I thought so. <laughs> wow. I don't know how you got that. That, that. that was cool. Okay. All right. All right. I will get you in touch with somebody who might be able to help you with that. All right. Uh, Jewel. Hi. Um, my question is for things like um, the attributes, like bold and metallic and stuff, is there a way to limit the number of cells given to the split versus the the regular text or no? I believe there is. I had I had not okay. looked at that, but I remember hearing that there is an option that you okay. can actually do I, that. It, I would imagine for something like attributes, you only need like two cells. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, two or three. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I wouldn't want to give up the entire half. No, I know. I understand. Twenty cells to just attributes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. All right. And you've got no more hands in Zoom. How many? No you more. You have hands? no okay. more hands in Zoom. All right. Anybody else in Clubhouse? Nope. Not at this time. Okay. So I now want to move on to iOS 17. And frankly, guys, I'm a little bit disappointed with it um, in some respects. Uh, some of the things I've seen now with my focus, it doesn't always want to connect. It like sometimes it will. And many times it won't, especially if I've used the Brilliant and then I want to go back to the focus. Getting it back is a real pain. And sometimes I have to restart the phone to do it. 
So that's one thing. The focus does not seem to like connection. And there's this new setting in voiceover that I don't quite get how it works, but it's something like automatically connect to Bluetooth uh, if it sees the display or that it's on or something. And I don't know. I just I don't know that it works that well. I've actually had voiceover, and I can't remember which display it does it with. I think the Brilliant. Sometimes I'll have voiceover. If I turn off the Brilliant, it'll make the sound as if it just connected again, even though it didn't, and it's totally shut down. Um, it's, it's really strange. The other thing I'm seeing uh, with both the Voc... Now, I will say the Brilliant is working a lot better than it was in iOS 16 in some respects, because I can sometimes... Usually... I can press enter to send a message, but sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes the menu still comes up. It's like, you never know if it's gonna work or if it's not gonna work, uh, a real frustration. Um, but the, the big thing is sometimes let's say, okay, so I'm filling out a form and the form wants my credit card number and expiration date and no, Herbie, I'm not giving that information to you. I know that you'd like it, but no, we're not doing that. And I'll my just get it when I send you the bill. That's all. Ah, I see. And my but, phone I, but I also take PayPal or Apple Pay, so so don't worry. Okay, all right. Anyway, so I'm filling those things out, and they're numbers, and I really don't, I I don't want to mess with trying to do that in contract Braille, especially since I do not use UEB. I don't like it. Sorry, I just don't. So. I changed my here, braille. Here. For that, I'm taking yeah, your, your bill down to twenty dollars instead of twenty-five. All right. So for I full transparency, my... I do use it because of it's easier for some things on braille screen input, but I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. So I changed my braille input to computer braille, or what do they call it, eight dot braille, and I type in my number, and then I go to the next field. I have to go back around and change my input again to the computer, the eight dot braille, because for some unknown reason, when I type in the next field and it was set to, you know, that eight dot braille, it doesn't work correctly or type in the, 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 the text correctly. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what it is, but that is what is happening to me. And it did not used to happen. I used to have no problems. It would stay in that mode until I would change it back to contracted. And oddly enough, when I'm in contracted and I go from field to field or text field, you know, whatever, like I'm texting with somebody and whatever, I have no problem. It stays in contracted and I can um, type to my heart's content and it types correctly, translates correctly even and everything. So I don't know why that seems to happen. Um when I change it like that, it it's, drives me absolutely nuts. And that doesn't take much. Um, but those are the biggest issues. And I guess, you know, all things considered, they're not horrible issues. But those are the biggest issues. And I'm still, of course, I'm having some lag at times. Not a lot, but there are times when I'll be typing an email or something like that. And I know I typed this text because I heard voiceover say it, but it's not showing up. And then I'll have to press like a thumb key on my brilliant or whatever. And then once I've start that, then the text will start coming in and I'll just have to keep coaxing it to come in. 
because it doesn't want to just come in after I had typed it for some unknown reason. Um, oh, and the last thing I've noticed very, very occasionally is, and I think this happens more with the focus, the Braille isn't synced up with where VoiceOver is speaking that I am. So the Braille shows one thing, and I'm actually on the next it shows I'm on one thing, but I've actually to the right of it on the next thing that I've moved full on. So those are the things I have experienced. And I'm just wondering, A, if, if any of you have also experienced these little forks and or B, if you have uh, any ideas, any workarounds for them, or if you haven't any thoughts on how what I might be doing wrong that I am. So any quit, you know, any input? Um, we're ready for a raise Joel, hands. Or Joel. Okay, Joel. I don't have any answers. I just wanted to say uh, this is why I haven't updated to seventeen. I'm waiting for the first seventeen point oh point one to fix the bugs. So, Me either. Yep, I have not Good updated. Especially, they don't with, always fix them though. Yeah. Well, the one that I was most concerned about was the double tap not working properly. And I was like, uh, yeah, that's kind of essential. Yeah. But um, these yeah, issues I, make me glad that I have not updated. To I, I, I have I have heard my wife has said that Scott Davert, uh, who she reads a lot on, uh, you know, the, the, you know, his deaf blind expertise has said there are some issues. So, Oof, yeah. So I don't have any answers, but I am not updating to 17. Let them fix these things first. Let's see if Chanel has any answers. Chanel, go ahead. Well, I did update to 17, and I'm going to be more pessimistic and say, well, not totally pessimistic, but just say that no matter what iOS version you update to, Braille issues will never be fixed. So you just make the best of it. Um, I have definitely experienced the bug, like you said, where <clears throat> it acts like the Braille display is trying to connect even if it's not oh, with my brilliant. Um, and so it constantly makes that noise and it drives me crazy. Um, another problem I have is if I am typing a message in the messages app and I try to go find the send button because you still can't do the dot eight properly. That'll bring up the select menu or, you know, whatever. But I um, go to find the send button and I can't even see the text edit field anymore where my message is. And so, and I look even if I just use my finger and swipe around um, with the same thing. So the only workaround I found when that happens is to turn on uh, the show keyboard with dots one, four, six chord. And so then it shows, you know, all the little, the letters and things, and then you have to kind of pan through to find the send button. And that doesn't happen all the time, but um, that's my biggest bug right now. That, and like I said, the display wants to, even if I tell my brilliant, no, I don't want you to connect to the thingy right now. Um, it still yeah. tries to make that noise and to connect and all that. So that's my biggest annoyance. And I'm sure you're doing everything you possibly can do, right? So it's just the nature of the thing. But yeah. what I do like is that um, you can customize in voiceover verbosity the 
types of notifications you get or when you get notifications, even in Braille. Um, so like when notifications appear, let's say it's in locked screen notifications. Do you see that in Braille? You know, there's three, I can't remember, or so I turned it off to where, you know, I don't get the notifications. If I'm doing something on my phone, I'm not going to get a pop-up notification in Braille that, you know, there's a message or there's whatever. Um, <clears throat> you might hear it with voiceover, but you don't have, you know, so you can do a lot more customization of your notifications or what voiceover says about them that. at least. I had heard um, that and I just haven't played with it yet. But Yeah. Yep. And I think there's a new, some new command, which I've forgotten the gesture or the, you know, but you can do a command to go to the middle of the screen and Braille. Yes. I wanted um, to mention that. It's mm -hmm. C chord with dot seven. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> I, I thought we were, I thought for a minute here, I thought we were saying maybe the brilliant isn't very being very brilliant, but. Yeah, that, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. Well, so that's all for me, Nikki. <laughs> thank you. Unfortunately, right, well, fortunately or unfortunately, the brilliant is being a lot more, the brilliant is being a lot more brilliant than the focus right now for me. <laughs> so, you know, and, okay. you know it's, it's a right. matter of um, uh, perspective. Yep. We have, um, I'm going to go to uh, Herbie. He's got somebody in club. They've got somebody in clubhouse, I think. Yes. And I also have a comment after we're done with clubhouse. Yes, we have Tyann over here. Hi, Tyann. Hello. Hello. So the whole Bluetooth thing for when your Braille when it detects your Braille display, it's supposed to automatically turn on Bluetooth. But I haven't used it enough to because I always have Bluetooth on. So to me, it doesn't really matter. Um, I wholeheartedly agree i use uab when i have to but i prefer not to um and i had a hard time uh after i updated my ipad to connect my orbit but then i rebooted my ipad and it worked fine um i think same with my phone um but that's all I really had to say. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Tyann. And if that's what it is, then it doesn't matter to me either because I always keep Bluetooth on too. Uh, this connection issue with Braille displays, I do want to mention, uh, I've seen, you know, interest messages in my job and other places. It's a real problem, as you can imagine, for people who are deaf blind because they don't have the ability to listen to what voiceover might be telling them to go try and get it connected. So that, that can be a real issue right there. Okay. So any, um, well, Oh, Herbie, you had a comment. Well, two comments. One, Dorlin will kill me for this. If, uh, if it ever comes true, but I'm wondering if there's enough people that we could start an anti UEB call. Um, yeah, I'm already getting booed in my own household. 
Um, but but I'm, I'm like I I do use it because I like how I can do computer braille with it. But otherwise, you know, I'm I still think in the old style braille a lot of the time. But um, my comment actually is that uh, a different aspect of braille with the iPhone that doesn't get much love is braille screen input and. I'm curious if it's just me being more careful or if I'm correct, but it feels like it's gotten a little bit better with iOS 17. And I can You could be right, because I um, actually thought maybe I was being more careful, but it may be subtle, but you, you may be right, because I haven't had as many issues with it you know, needing to recalibrate dots and so forth in iOS yep. 17. I mean, it still can, it still has to recalibrate at times, but it doesn't seem to be as bad yeah. as it has been. So, yeah. No, you're right, actually, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. All right. Scott Edwards? All right. Uh, getting back to iOS 17, I I don't know if any of you all are familiar with the Brailless Foundation out of the U.K., Braillists.org is their is their website. Uh, they they have um, among other things a series um, a series of like similar calls like this called master classes, and you have to register now for each each and every one of them. Right? The ones that you're everyone that you're all of them that you're interested in, you have to register now for them. That's a recent thing they're doing now, but apparently because they're going through some upgrades and stuff and then, so it requires every class to be registered for but this tuesday they're supposed to be talking about ios 17 i think with scott daver it's, oh, it's great. their master class they've got this coming tuesday they've got those and then they've got what they call the braille bar which is just a general q a uh, type thing and those those braille bars they have i don't think those are recorded at all but the master classes are and they end up in their what's called their braille cast that's their that's the name of their podcast and you can get to those at braillecast.com to get their the latest braille cast podcasts that they have just thought i'd mention that well thank you and actually last week yeah, last week I was talking to a contact that I have uh, from WhatsApp that is very, you know, you know, prolific, and she goes into she loves Braille, she knows Braille displays and stuff, and she, you know, I was talking about this, and I think, and she encouraged me to do this, and I think I'm going to either contact Matthew or or somebody else, yes, or there's somebody else I forget her name. Um, mm-hmm. from New Zealand, I forget her name now. Oh, I can't but, remember. I know, I think I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember her name either. I'm thinking of contacting them. One of them, I actually have Matthew's. They would be. Right? They would be good to have on here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. Braille's foundation and stuff. Yeah, so I'm hoping to get them on this call. You know, yeah, at some they, point they seem to have a lot of good stuff, and I think they've got even got a. I think they even like have similar to what we have with the. Um, here in the braille room with the you know the braille mentoring and stuff braille for beginners thing going to i think all right that's all i had thank you scott yeah and we have uh jewel again go ahead jewel 
Okay. Um, so I wanted to mention this. I'm sure Chanel's familiar with rerouting Braille commands, but just in case, and for anybody else, um, you can reroute commands for the Braille display through voiceover. And the one that I suggest, especially for what um, Chanel was mentioning with the enter key being stupid still, is rerouting enter in the um, keyboard, keyboard input for Braille commands in voiceover. So you go to voiceover, uh, you go to commands, you go to your Braille display, and then you go to keyboard input, and you go to enter. And I reroute it to chord 7-8, which is not assigned. And it seems to be pretty easy to do from transitioning from typing to the chord 7-8 for me. Um, you may, you know, you may find that a better, another um, command works better for you, but that seems to work really well for me for a quick send. Um, and that does work for sending. Um, so I found that works really well for getting the enter key to work really fast for messages, especially. And you can do this for any command. So like um, my uh, router commands. So like um, I switched the router commands to um, chord five, six for changing between and um, and then or two, three and five, six with chord for changing between left and right. And then two, three, seven and five, six, eight for then selecting a um, option for that. So that kind of helps me get quickly changing languages for my Braille display, for example. So I can practice my Japanese, for example, on that. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. You can change your Braille display commands, and rerouting the enter does work really well for sending messages in, in, in oh, wow. that fashion. Yeah. So you can reroute that and not worry about the stupid bug that they've still got going on with bringing up the select menu. Well, thank you for that, Jewel. And yeah, I've done that um, when it comes to, um, I changed the um, the turning the auto advance on and off that is not assigned by default. And I went, I wanted to try it once and I assigned that. So I have gone in there and done that before. So yeah, that's a good idea. So thank you for that. Okay, do we have anybody else? You do, uh, Chanel. Okay, Chanel. Yeah, so thank you, Jewel. I have um, changed commands in there, but I've never thought of rerouting the enter. That is actually brilliant. Um, oh, wow, brilliant. Okay, we're talking about brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then Herbie mentioned this song that anyway, and uh, instead... It's not a day to be brilliant. He said, you know, you could change not a day to be brilliant. But anyway... Um, so, and my Braille screen input is about the same for me, at least. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm having to calibrate my dots a lot and I am in the, I like UEB camp. So there we could, um, have a little, uh, feud over UEB or not UEB, but that's okay. It's all good. At least the, all the Braille, you know, we're allowed to choose which one we want to do, but, um, thank you, Jewel. I am definitely going to create that command the next time I am, uh, doing stuff on the Braille display. So thank you. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you for that. Um, anybody else? Uh, nobody else. And actually, I did want to mention that um, there was 
about a couple months ago, and I kind of touched on it maybe. There was a brilliant update recently. Um, and I know that there were some changes that were made to allow for better uh, connections with um, screen readers on the computer. I think that was one thing. And there were some shortcuts added for connecting to Wi-Fi, but I can't remember all of the different uh, features um, that there were. But there, there wasn't a whole bunch, but there were a couple of different things. And I think they mostly had to do with connecting uh, connections. Um, and I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to put her on the spot. Chanel, do you remember um, if there was anything else in there? Because I, I cannot remember, but I, I, can't, I did want to mention. What? I did want to mention the update because I don't think I remembered to do it the last time. I can't remember. I think like there's a new setting so you can make sure your Braille thing always connects as a USB drive or something. I don't know. I think, but I, I don't remember either. Um, I did the update, but I haven't really noticed any differences or anything. I haven't either. Not really. Um, so if you do have a Brilliant or even a Mantis, you might want to take a look at that. Um, so anybody, any, any, you know, comments on that or any questions on that? Not seeing any hands. Okay. So I think to end things before we hand things over to Dorlin and, and everything, which I have an announcement before that too, but I'm going to tell you guys a little Braille story that happened to me last week. Um, just because it was kind of cool and funny and like one of those times when you were so thankful for knowing Braille. Um, we're approaching 10 to the hour, by the way. Yeah, I had a feeling. Okay, thank you, Ray. So basically last week, I, we were trying to get, I have a new audio interface and we're trying to get everything set up and at one point, I, I had my friend helping me, and he was using Remote Incident Manager, which is a really cool application, if none of you have heard of it. And um, there was actually a BITS presentation on it last year. If you're a BITS member, you can go listen to that. But in any case, we were, we were doing this, and unfortunately, even though RIM, which is the short form for Remote Incident Manager, even though you can connect with a Mac on it, you cannot, if you have Windows, you cannot connect using their accessibility module, which is allows you to get screen reader access even if the person that you're connecting to has no screen reader access. Well, we had voiceover, we got voiceover muted by mistake, and we had no speech at all, none. And we were just really in a pickle. And the accessibility module would not work with Sonoma. And so I had to go and grab my Braille display. And if you didn't know this, you, you can be assured of it now. If you're in a pickle and you have a Braille display, even if you've never, ever, 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 ever connected it to your Mac, if you have a Mac and you connect it via USB, it will automatically detect it and start showing you Braille. And this was the absolute most fortunate thing because I was able to <laughs> find what I needed to do and get everything back to where it was talking again. But uh, this is one of the reasons I'm so glad I know Braille because it saved my 
bacon last week. And I even wrote, I'm connected. I have got reconnected with the Braille teacher I had that uh, started me in elementary school learning Braille. And I actually sent her an email and I said, thank you for teaching me Braille. I said I was going to do a parody on the song, Thank You for Being a Friend. And it was going to be called Thank You for Teaching Me Braille. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just have to come up with the rest of the words to it. But anyway, so, yeah, that is a good story, a testimonial, I think, for how Braille can really be a help. If and and if somebody says, well, I don't think that we need to learn Braille. We all have, you know, talking synthesizers and everything else, mm-hmm. and screen readers. Well, there's there's times when it comes in real handy. Yep, and that and yeah, yes, it does. Okay, so, uh, no other hands at the moment. Okay, all right. So basically, I'm gonna we're gonna probably end things a few minutes early then, but I did want to let you all know that unfortunately. So in two weeks, uh, the 26th through the 29th of October is my state council for the blind convention. Um, All thoughts and hopes and prayers for me. I'm running for an office on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Running for secretary. So uh, we are having our business meeting at the time that this call would be taking place. So unfortunately, I will not be here that day. And in fact, I had told somebody they could speak that day, but I'm going to have to tell her that we're going to have to postpone it because I, I forgot that that was the day of the convention. So there will not we will meet again in November, the second week of November. Uh I'd have to get a calendar. I don't remember what the actual date is. November 11th, Veterans Day. 11th. Okay, Veterans Day. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. So that is when we will be meeting, and that will probably play into what Dorlin has to say when she gives her Braille overview of what's coming up. So, Dorlin, are you here and ready to go? I don't hear. Hey, Nikki, if you, if you, if you are fortunate to get the secretary position, and you need a little mentoring uh, or have questions along the way. I served as ACB secretary for six years, and my wife serves as ICB secretary. So we'll be glad to help you. I would appreciate that, Ray, because actually uh, the truth of the matter is um, I tried to apply for the mentoring to, you know, to be a, a mentee. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, they didn't accept me. Yeah. They had too many people or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was not accepted into that program. So. And I'm looking here. Is she here? Maybe she's not here today. I don't see Doralyn. The only thing is there's a phone number down here, a 650 number ending in Canada. Yeah, so I don't think that's Doralyn. Yeah. No, I don't see Doralyn. Unfortunately, I don't know what happened to her. She's usually here. All right, well, let me try and run through what I know that we have. Um, one Tomorrow at... Uh, well, first of all, tonight at 6 p.m., I know that there is Braille together. I don't know what is going to be featured tonight because I did not look. Um, but you can definitely join that at 6 p.m. tonight uh, here on ACB Community. And tomorrow um, night are the Braille rooms at 6.30, I believe it is, where there will be breakout rooms and you can learn Braille and or help somebody else who's learning. Um And then, of course, Thursday night is uh, grade three Braille at nine o'clock, which you have to have either gone to YouTube to their site or 
participated in, in the previous classes. Uh, Tuesday, again, is the Braille rooms where they are learning Braille. Um, Scott mentioned the Braillist Foundation is having a master class this week. And I'm not sure what, do you, do you know what day that was, Scott? Can you, are you still here? He's still yes. here. Yes. Yeah, there uh, he is. Yeah. It, um, it's this Tuesday at, um, it's this Tuesday the 17th there, and they're usually held at, um, what would be 7.30 p.m. London time, uh, so okay. they, I think it's 2.30 Eastern. 2.30 Eastern, yeah. 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 So, so, and they usually last about an hour. Okay, that's great. And so that is happening. Uh, you want to get involved in their site so you can register for their classes. Yeah, it does require registration. And okay. they have their Braille bar. Uh, oh, we also have uh, I Love Braille on Thursdays here at noon Eastern time. So I think those are the big Braille calls that we have. And, of course, they happen every week. The um, I Love Braille, Braille Rooms, and Braille Together happen every week. So uh, check the schedule for those calls. And um, somebody was unmuted. Did somebody else want to as say we, something? As we get towards the, you've got two hands in Zoom. Okay, go ahead. Who do we have? Uh, Jewel. Okay, Jewel. I'll be really fast. I just wanted to mention the We Can Braille Together tonight is Paul Book Chat. So whatever you're reading for the poll. Oh, great. All right. And Deborah. Hi, Nikki. It's it's Deborah. Hi. The other thing, they're, they've just started at uh, Shaw at the East Bay Center in California. He has started a uh, I Learn Braille on Friday mornings at, uh, it starts at 1130 Eastern. And he's been looking for uh, mentors and uh, Braille teachers and things like this. So that's also uh, has just started. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Deborah. And don't, and don't forget about the, uh, the grade three Braille uh, class. If anybody's interested on that Thursday night at uh, nine o'clock with uh, Nancy. Yeah, I did mention that, but yeah, you have to, you have to go check out the previous lessons on that because they, yeah, they are, um, they've uh, actually started over again. Oh, they did start over again. Yeah, they've, uh, cause okay. I just joined it and they've started right back at the beginning again. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. So, okay. With that, um, everyone have a great weekend. We will see you in about a month's time. And uh, keep brailing. <laughs>